Well, thank you for joining us. Vainant here from the Family Life team, and we've recorded a brief question and answer session leading up to the official launch of our podcast, where Steve, Nikki, and I will be sharing inspiring conversations that aim to equip families to strengthen their connection. This episode does not follow that structure, but was recorded as a special edition that answers some of the questions that came through from our supporters in a recent survey. At the time of this recording, Nikki was away in the UK doing her NLP clinicals, so the next time you hear from her on the show, she'll be a qualified NLP coach with her ICF accreditation also well underway. Good on you, Nikki. Thanks for listening, and we'd love to hear your feedback. Enjoy the show. Kia ora, Vainantje from Family Life, and welcome to our first official Family Life New Zealand podcast recording. With me in studio, Steve. G'day, Steve. Hey, Vainant, how you doing? Hi, everybody. Yeah, doing well, thank you. And so, yep, this is our first official podcast recording, and we are making this recording especially for you, our faithful long-term supporters. So, Thank you for supporting us. Um, as you know, I recently sent out a survey with a few questions. So to everyone who's uh, taken the time to give us feedback, really appreciate that. And um, Steve and I will just be having a bit of a chat today, uh, give you the opportunity um, to, yeah, I guess, get to know us a bit better. And I know for many of you, uh, you haven't met me and I know a lot of you have been closely connected to Andy, obviously, it's been a massive loss to our team, you know, with Andy's passing uh, in 2018. But um, we are excited about the future. And uh, hopefully today is just a, a brief introduction to, yeah, tell you guys of what we are excited about. So, Steve, how have you been? I have been well. And um, it's fantastic to have all these responses back from some of our key donors, supporters, um, friends, uh, those of you who have been involved in family life for some of you a very long time. Uh, yeah, thank you for responding, first of all, to Vainant's question there. Uh, we really appreciate that. Love your feedback. Um, and we have some questions too that we're going to be, I'm going to be putting to Vainant and he's going to be uh, answering some questions that you have asked that you want to know about, uh, from us about family life and the way forward. So looking forward to that too. Okay, fantastic. So, um, yeah, without further ado, Steve, why don't you fire us into the first uh, question? Okay, we've had a few good ones come back here. So uh, here's one for you, Vaynert. It says, um, someone's asking, is it possible to offer churches around the country mini seminars offering key pearls of wisdom to couples who are needing an injection into their marriage? I guess when I listen to that question, the first thing that comes to mind is, yes, absolutely, it is possible. Uh, the second thing that comes to mind is that is exactly where we want to be working towards. Um, I mean, we've been at it for a while. It's actually year 30 of Family Life New Zealand, operation in New Zealand. So um, what we'd really like to see going forward is uh, Family Life uh, being known nationwide as the place to go if you want to upskill in your relationship. So we've been providing hope and help for couples and um, one of the ways that we can give that to churches is definitely our one-day seminar. So many of you may have already been out to a one-day seminar. Uh, it's called The Day Together. And we actually put those up uh, in collaboration with churches. We work with a group of churches or community centers and uh, get people involved in, in putting those up together. One other thing that I'm keen to launch into over the next 
a few months is uh, definitely more of a uh, a keynote um, style of delivery. Um, so again, with our vision of uh, widening our reach na- uh, throughout the nation of beautiful Aotearoa, uh, we are keen to uh, look at putting up a road trip in the future, visiting churches out there and uh, giving them a short, uh, powerful, practical relationship uh, mm-hmm. talk uh, which may inspire people to attend an event, a weekend event or a, a one-day event. You can't promote too much, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. Another thing we'll be doing, obviously, and this is the first of uh, what I'm sure will be many, is these podcasts. And um, it's something we've been wanting to do for a long time, but um, none of us existing people on the team have the skills, but Vaynert does. So he comes in on board. Um, we've managed to get a grant to get some equipment. And so you're hearing the very first of what is going to be a long history, I'm sure, of uh, podcasts that we make available to people out there that um, are going to be available on our website and maybe other places too that they can hear and, and get great tools at home without having to come to an event that we can offer for free. So, um, yeah, welcome to the first one. Uh, some more questions here that we've had from you guys out there. Um, someone has asked... Um, here's a good one. Um, I'll ask you this, Vainant, uh, since you've been coming into the office since uh, September last year. Okay. <laughs> what inspires you to uh, go to work every day? Well, for me personally, that's uh, that's an easy answer because mm. I've been sort of living and breathing and uh, been passionate about developing people, helping people, and specifically in the relationship area for you know, probably the last five years. And um, so for me, getting up and coming to work each day now actually feels like a dream come true. It feels mm. like often I need to pinch myself uh, to think that, hey, uh, we have this great opportunity to be part of family life, a ministry that exists to put resources in the hands of couples. Um, so for me, that's an easy one. I, I'm inspired by uh, the fact that I know you know, it's hard work. We, we put in hard work, but at the end of the day, it's the stories uh, of lives that are being changed that that inspire us to to keep going. Excellent, yeah. And for me, I've been coming in for gosh, uh, Leanne and I joined after attending a weekend. To remember back in April nineteen ninety four, we'd been married for two years, and for us, uh, I still remember vividly attending that conference back then, thinking this material is fantastic. It's awesome. Our country needs to hear this. And so when we came on board. Um, Leanne pretty much straight away. Uh, I came on board full-time two years later. Coming into the office every day, what inspires me is it's good to know that we're coming somewhere, uh, we're involved in something that's making a difference out there. So it's a huge need, as I'm sure you guys all know. That's why you're probably involved with us as well. We see the need. We know there's a huge need uh, for input for building and strengthening marriages and families in our beautiful country in New Zealand, and I just love being part of that. And so to hear the feedback, to see the stories, to hear testimonies and just the impact of changed lives from people who have attended a weekend or even uh, been through some of our resources and ring us or phone us or, or talk to us and just say how much you know, God has used that uh, event or resource to really change their life and impact them and their relationship. So very satisfying, I would have to say. Um, and I guess that's what keeps us ticking and, and, and going along every day. Yeah, and and you and Leanne have been at it for for years now, and uh, I mean I feel privileged to step into a team um, 
that operates pretty much, I'd say, like a well-oiled machine. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, thanks for accepting me with open arms, guys. And uh, we're excited about what the future holds. So before we uh, jump onto the next question, um, let me maybe just, um, uh, this was inspiring for me, but let me read some of your feedback that that came through. And uh, this was to the question, what inspires you the most about being involved with the ministry? So uh, someone someone has said, blessed my marriage and others that I've sent. Um, Another one, family is key to supporting family life and promoting them encourages me to be proactive in making change for the better within our country and uh, yeah that's that's so true like um, uh, family life really exists on um, you know the uh, our regular supporters are the bread and butter that helps keep us as an organization going another one said seeing marriages strengthened seeing marriages that were struggling thrive yep that also keeps us going Uh, healthy marriages are so important especially for raising children we believe that wholeheartedly. The aim of family life and the couples involved. Another person said what inspires them is, uh, I believe in marriage as the cornerstone of a civilized society. Yep, and uh, uh, that's probably a big reason why I'm involved. I think that you solve so many of the problems in society when you are able to fix the family unit. And obviously we know that family unit restoration of the family unit often starts with the marriage Uh, so just a few of your responses there and um, yeah thank you guys again for taking the time to do that steve over to you and let's head into the next uh, question sure there are some more good ones Uh, here's another one Uh, how does family life plan to stay relevant in the next decade and beyond and how does family life plan to reach beyond church people okay so uh Basically, yes, we've noticed that within the church community, um, I think we are relatively well known. Most people have heard of Family Life. Many people have attended a Family Life uh, event over the past 25, 30 years, um, but perhaps not so much outside of the church environment. Um, as many of you know, in the last uh, eight years or so, um, Andy and Nikki has done an exceptional job in terms of rewriting some of the content which I guess feedback we got in the past was that our conferences are a bit too American if if you will I mean no offense to my American friends but I mean as a South African um, you know coming to New Zealand and learning about a new culture and a new way of um, presenting things I've also noticed that there's a there's a difference between the presentation style of um, I guess most Americans and then the Kiwis and I guess um, what we've done over the years is change the way we present these relationship resources to be more along the lines of storytelling and inspiration and we've actually made the message relevant to both Christians and non-Christians so in the hope that we could reach outside you know not only inside the church but also outside of the church so hope that answers your question Hmm. steve i guess what what do you what do you what would you say to that well the the two flagship events that we have the the one we started with that um, has the most history behind it of course as you know probably is the weekend to remember um and that started off being not just for Christians, because we, we've always had a heart to reach, well, we're sort of a two-pronged attached, uh, um, approach. We want to 
uh, obviously be involved in building and strengthening Christian marriages to be that light on the hill that they should be because, um, you know, God created marriage in the first place. So Absolutely. if anyone should know how to make marriage work, it should be people that are Christians that follow Christ. So we want to help uh, yeah, people who are believers that follow Christ to have a good, strong marriage, to be that light on the hill. But we also want to uh, reach and be relevant to those who have no, absolutely no, church background, no relationship with God, wouldn't even know what that was. And so it's um, gearing towards that. The weekend typically um, in the past has been more for uh, the Christian community, but not solely. Uh, whereas the day together, we uh, intentionally aimed that more at the, the Joe Bloggs non-church person off the street, that they could come in and maybe a stepping stone towards a weekend to remember. So um while both events, everything that we do is solidly biblically based, uh, the intention of the day together has been more towards, um, and we encourage uh, churches and those that run it to invite people in their community, to bring their friends, to bring their non-churched friends uh, and non-Christian friends. So, And we see that happening. Every event that we do, I know that there are a number of non-Christian um, people in the audience, and so it's fantastic to have them there, and they enjoy the material, get a lot out of it as well. But good question, and we definitely want to continue reaching beyond the church. So that is, um, that's our heart and our aim as well. Now, what have we got for another question here? Um, oh, here's one. Um, someone has asked, how are we coping without Andy? Now, that's a big question. Uh, going right back to the beginning, Andy's been a huge part of the team, and Leon and I have worked alongside him for ooh, over two decades. And so, um, yeah, obviously a huge Loss. Uh, how do you feel coming into the the team, Vainant, having um, only met Andy what uh, probably a handful of times? Yeah, I met Andy shortly after, well, shortly before he passed. Actually, um, just uh, that weekend, the the final or the April weekend to remember, um, twenty eighteen. Uh, I guess coming back to the first part of the question, uh, <laughs> I do realise that Andy obviously did a lot in this team and um so i'd be keen actually to throw that question back to you steve at some uh, but but i guess from from my perspective um i i'm very appreciative of everything that andy has established you know and the legacy that is left behind mm. and uh it's, it's great to step into a team that i guess i've mentioned this before that uh, run like a well-oiled machine they know exactly what to do but at the same time i i've definitely felt the pressure of everything that actually goes into putting up these weekend events and you know keeping the ministry running and uh, connecting networking getting out there um uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of work and i mean andy was uh, uh, he was a extremely dedicated hard working individual uh, as many of you know and um so it, for him it wasn't an office job it wasn't a 9 to 5 job he would um work in the office and go home and you know keep on doing things uh, yeah. for, for the ministry and and i guess um i've probably adopted the same approach um it's not always easy with a, a one-year-old at home and i try to you know be very intentional about my home time um, but i guess I've, I've stepped into that rhythm of realizing hey this is this is what's required in this role it, it is full-on so we go hard in the office we give it everything and when we get a few moments at home we we do it but we love what we do so i guess for me um it's hard work but that has never stopped us i guess and <laughs> um yeah we 
dearly miss Andy. I mean, I didn't have, ever have the opportunity to work with him, um, but sometimes it, it really feels like uh, a part of him still lives on in the team and in your organisation, and, and I'm really appreciative of that. Steve, uh, how's it been for you? I mean, you probably felt it the, the hardest uh, last year. Yeah, I mean, we'd have to be honest and say it's been a huge, a steep learning curve um, when you throw in a curveball like that. That, in in a sense, we've lived with it for you know over twenty years. As Andy's had a lot of health um, struggles and challenges with uh, his uh, dialysis and you know the other uh, health challenges that he's faced. Um, but of course, even so, you're never prepared for when it actually happens. And so, still, uh, obviously, working closely together with Nikki, um, who is feeling that loss, you know, deeply and keenly. Um, it's been a huge learning curve for us. You know, how do we? And I know Nikki's had to think through how does she reinvent herself in terms of can she still be involved in a, a, a family, in you know, a marriage ministry on her own. Of course she can and she has huge value and brings, um, continues to bring that uh, to the team with the rest of us. But yeah, it's, um, we miss Andy, we do. He, um, he did accomplish a lot as, as Vainant said and we loved working together. We had a great relationship that had been built up over many years and so it's a huge loss. We're still you know, coming to grips with that a little bit and uh, to some extent um, we carry on Andy's uh, a huge legacy. We want to carry that on, and we have the same heart, the same passion to reach and build and strengthen marriages in our family uh, in our country. Um, we've all had that same dream that we'd love to see, you know, divorce lowered, uh, f- families uh, more successful, and just shining that light. And so we're continuing doing that. But there's a lot of things that uh, you have to think, okay, we have to pick up the slack because Andy did that. Oh, who's going to do Oh, Andy did that. <laughs> so, yeah, there's definitely been things that we've had to um, learn. And so um, in, in that way, we've grown an awful lot as well as we have to step into the gap and do those things that, um, uh, you know, that, that the big man used to pick up and do himself and run with. Mm, yeah, and... and and Steve, I think one thing that I've been very appreciative um, of was just the fact that, and, and I mentioned this um, uh, even before I accepted the position, I said, like, you know, I'm keen to carry on the vision and look at strategy and head up um, what we do, but definitely not keen to, to take over, you know, uh, in this position had it not been with for someone with the likes of Steve and his um, strength in that operational side. So thanks, Steve, for what you've done and what you keep doing um, in this in this regard. Well, one thing that I've been extremely appreciative about is the fact that, you know, even, even with Andy gone and I guess the ship being without a captain for, for a season, um, the team's actually managed to keep going. And last year we had a we had a good impact. Our events were actually um, sold out. Many of the events were sold out, and the, mm. the people we reached, even though we had you know a smaller team to achieve that, uh, it feels like there's been a lot of favor, and the the Lord is the Lord is still He's brought the people in, and uh, yeah, family life continues to to deliver the impact, and we're extremely excited about, I guess, um, some of the things that. Uh, I've been passionate about and dreaming about, and as I as as I share those with the team, uh, I've been excited to to hear the team respond with things like, "Oh, we've always dreamed about doing that." Um, 
and so yeah it, it, it aligns with i guess some of the dream that andy had in mind so yeah it's just so great to to be able to step into a ministry and to step into an organization and uh, just align with those val- values and the the vision and at the end of the day we're all one big family whether or not we're uh, in new zealand in south africa all the way across the world um, it's all kingdom right and it, we're all connected to the same spiritual family and it, it's god's heart for for marriages and for the community mm, absolutely and there were times where we thought initially you know how can we carry on <laughs> without andy you know at the helm because he accomplished so much but god has um been in control as he always has been so nothing's changed in that department and so we just press into god and we trust him that as our smaller team which is actually now growing uh, we've had um, two or three volunteers sort of step up and come and join the team uh, since then as well as um, Vainant who is now doing a great job uh, of leading and giving di- direction and just has the, the the vision and the skills that can um, align with the team and, and and where we're going so it's fantastic we're seeing some great growth Here's a question. It's a long one, okay. So, uh, but it does have some very good things in it. So let me read this. It says, as we live in a highly complicated society, and isn't that the truth, uh, they ask, how do you see family life managing the changing definition of family and society? And boy, don't we see that happening. Yep. And they've given us an example, um, you know, for example, two mums, two dads. They've said, this is not a question to put you on the spot. Uh, it's just that as a Christian, I find it very confusing out there. We know what the Bible says about men and women being one, but it also says to love and not judge. How do we do that in the context of wanting to support marriages and what they need to stand for? And I, I just want to say, um, before you answer this question, Vainant, we've had some great feedback from people that have attended our conferences who maybe have been in a slightly different situation, and they've actually commented, you know, I, I have felt loved and accepted by the team and not judged. So I think, you know, First up, that's a really good thing, and that's what we want to continue to do. We don't, we're not here to judge. You know, it's not our role, it's not our job. But how do we um, remain relevant in this ever-changing, complicated society? Yeah, well, not a question should put me on the spot, but uh, thanks for putting me on the spot. <laughs> hey, but that's what, that's what we're here for. And uh, look, um, by all means, our, our, our roots go... Um, deep in terms of you know we are a Christian organization and um, we stand for Christian values when it comes to to marriage uh, one massive Christian value is the one that you know we don't judge people <laughs> we love them and um, so I guess anyone who's been out to a weekend to remember will um, find themselves on the Saturday morning confronted with the session God's master plan for marriage um, now we believe there's a blueprint and the way God has, you know, created this thing to flourish and to um, to operate optimally. Um, however, there are many people today in society that form their own ideas of marriage that doesn't necessarily align with God's design. Now, one of my favorite quotes, I think it was Dr. Miles Monroe, or it might be someone else who he was quoting, um, but it said that if design is unknown, abuse is inevitable. So, we realize that we know that God has a perfect plan for for marriage mm. and an ideal design, but at the same time, our society challenges those definitions. Um, now, when we think about how do we impact people, we want to help them make their relationship and their lives one percent 
um, better. If we've done that, we feel we've succeeded, we've added value. Um, if that 1% turns into 2% or 10% or 15% or changed lives, super. Um, now, one thing that w- one way that we do that is we offer advice, or not advice, we actually share encouraging storage, stories that help people to work on their relationship wherever they are, whether that be a flourishing relationship or whether that be a relationship that is struggling. So I guess for us it's, it's about how do we continue um, being unapologetic um, in terms of who we are and what we believe uh, an ideal uh, situation for marriage is, but at the same time realizing and being sensitive to the fact that um, people just really need uh, useful and practical help for their relationships. It's not our job to judge them. It's not our job to tell them how they should be doing it. Um, but we hope that something that we share would encourage them um, to create better connections. Absolutely. Fantastic. No, that's good stuff. And that's what we're here for. Um, and we want to be reaching people wherever they are. And we've actually had, um, just you, you might be interested to know, that we've actually had phone calls. I've taken phone calls from people who are asking about an event coming up, a day together, a weekend to remember, and they said, oh, are, you, um, are gay couples allowed to come? And so I've said, oh, look, absolutely. Um, we're speaking as presenters. We're presenting from a, hetero, a heterosexual perspective because that's what we know. Um, and some of the content may be challenging for you, but there's a whole lot of good stuff in there that you know you can take home as well. So absolutely, we haven't um, as yet had anyone attend. Well, actually, we did to a one-day seminar, um, yeah, a couple of years ago. And and as our society changes, that may become more common. So we'll have to see what happens. But here's um one last question, I think, which is another good one. Um, someone's asking. Uh, the roots of family life, I guess, what are the roots of family life? Um, and wanting to have an understanding of where does the local church really fit with what we do here at Family Life? Yeah, okay. So the roots of family life, before I go into where does the local church really fit, is there anything that springs to mind when you listen to that question, Steve, about the roots of family life? Because, I mean, you've been with with uh, the organisation for a long time. What does that mean for you? Yeah, for me, my understanding, well, as I know, it it, it, um, it dates right back until, um, or the, the, the weekend itself, the content for the weekend to remember was actually put together specifically, uh, initially for uh, pre-married couples in ministry. So it was min- uh, couples in ministry with Cambridge Crusade for Christ, as it was back then in America, um, and they wanted to have these young couples that were uh, ministering together to have a strong relationship at home because they realised if they were happy at home, obviously they're going to be more effective and out in the marketplace um, and in the ministry. So it started off being for them, and then people said, well, h- how come these pre-married couples are getting this great information? What about us? Can we come? And so married couples came, and they started attending the weekends, and then they sort of took over and it became more of a marriage conference. But that was the heart and that was the intent, you know, way back then. Nothing's changed. We're still passionate about building, you know, both pre-married and married relationships. Um, We realise we're getting more and more, uh, you know, divorced couples attending now, blended families, um, the complicated society that we talked about a moment ago. Um, There's a lot of challenges, a lot of unique challenges. And I think we have a special part... 
um, to play in our society, along with other people who are doing marriage ministries and, um, we, you know, we might be reaching people they're not and they're reaching people that we're not. But um, there's definitely a part through the church, uh, yes, with the day-togethers and the things that we run, but also um, above and beyond, you know, doing, doing things that people may never set foot in a church. They might not admit that they need a relationship with God, but they might think, oh, I could do with some tips on my marriage. Oh, there's this weekend to remember. Yeah, we could we could go along to that and find out what it's about. And so um, I guess that's a little bit about the, the roots, and that's a little bit about our continued heart to be doing what we're doing today. Yeah, and um, just listening to you speak into that question, Steve, uh, it's really an, an on-demand ministry. Mm, yeah. <laughs> You know, for me, it's um, it was birthed out of a heart to help people. The need was within ministry, couples getting married, but that need soon grew, and then obviously the the service um, grew. So, um, and I guess that that's where we where we stand when we talk to couples, when we talk to people struggling with with their relationships or you know uh, family dynamics. Then we want to say, okay. What do we have already that we could be pointing you uh, towards to to help with that? Or, hey, can we uh, get some experts in maybe on a podcast forum like this to to talk into that topic and uh, uh, provide value that way? So uh, that's why uh, questions like these and uh, hearing back from our audience and our supporters um, really mean a lot because that helps us align what we do to actually meet the demand, to meet the need out there. Otherwise, we'd just be talking away and uh, think we're doing a great job, but you know, people <laughs> aren't actually responding. Yeah. Now, to the second part of that question is, how do we, does that fit into the church? So, as I mentioned to you before, uh, our vision for Family Life New Zealand uh, would be to be known as the place to go to upskill in your relationships. Now, your relationships might be on the rocks, you need to upskill, mm. or your relationships might be flourishing, you can also upskill. So it's more about just uh, getting that idea across that relationships are a teachable um, skill. Now, with the church, we believe that the church should actually be the first point of contact for marriages in crisis or marriages that need help. Um, so whether that be Christians or non-Christians, the local church should be the place that people go uh, because they know that's where they'll find helpful marriages. And um, what we want to do as a ministry family life is say, okay, we've got this palette of resources. We do X, Y, and Z. Um, and how can that support what you're doing in your church? Now, many churches, well, actually some churches do have the capacity in-house to have perhaps a, a marriage counselor, someone really well equipped on the topic, um, but many churches simply simply don't have that resources in-house, and that's fine. As a, as a pastor, you can be the go-to place for marriages, but then where do you go to uh, get your resources, or where do you refer people to? A bit later on this year, I will be presenting and recording a a, a video um, for pastors called "How to Develop a Comprehensive Marriage Ministry," and and the idea there is, you know, as part of your comprehensive marriage ministry, what parts of what marriages need can you facilitate in your church, and what parts can you refer to? 
and what can Family Life do to provide you that service? So in essence, outsourcing some of your your marriage um, resource requirements to us. But I mean, we don't want to be everything for everyone. Uh, so um, we, work in, we work with small churches who, who don't necessarily have the internal resources. We also work with some of the larger churches who have a comprehensive marriage ministry, but they are still sending people to weekend to remember as part of their process when they work with couples. Um, so I hope that clarifies that question. Now, Steve, uh, any 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 closing thoughts, or what did you want to do maybe for the for the last uh, part of this 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 show on a Friday, our first <laughs> podcast after uh, uh, podcast right. recording as we head into the weekend? Yeah, well, do, do you think all, we need some music? Oh, let's hit it, let's, hit it, brother. Let's see. Okay, is this good for Friday? Oh, look at that! Perfect, getting us in the mood. Yeah. So first of all, uh, yeah, just a, a huge appreciation for those that sent in questions. Yeah, thank you for doing that. Um, I hope you've been able to listen and tune in and we've answered some of your questions. Um, don't let it stop there. If uh, you've got more questions or if there's other people listening that um, you didn't get a chance to, to put your you know questions in, uh, please do. And maybe we can do another a podcast like this that answers some of yours. And I think this has been a good way for uh, you out there to get to know Vaynert as well, you know, to hear his heart, um, which aligns with ours and the team. He's just slotted in so well. Uh, he said how he, he appreciated us just opening our arms to invite him in. Um, but he is just slotted in so well. So oh, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah, it's great for um, you, you out there to hear his heart and answer your questions and get to know him a little bit better too. So we'll, we'll continue doing that. Great, yeah. And... Uh, Please, this is the first of many, and we are really many, many. excited about the <laughs> this um, podcast opportunity. Um, so get in touch. Uh, drop us an email, info at familylife.nz, um, steve at familylife.nz, vaynant at familylife.nz. My South African friends out there, you'd know how to spell it. <laughs> <laughs> for but those that don't, it's W-Y-N-A-N-D. Well, thank you for that, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if, if you end up calling me Winyard, that's fine. <laughs> I know you'll get it eventually. But People have. Yeah. I, won't, I won't keep it against you. So... Um, I guess, yeah, on a Friday afternoon, uh, that's it from us here at the Family Life office. Steve? Bless you guys. Have a fantastic weekend. Really appreciate how you're involved with us. Um, We couldn't do it without you, so thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this special edition of the Family Life New Zealand podcast. Check us out at www.familylife.nz.com.